Yet, hey everyone, this is Kelvin. This is episode 48 of Res Metal Podcast. On this episode, I talk with the living legend Max Cavalera of Soulfly, X Sepultura, and some of his other um, projects, um, including Killer Be Killed, Go Ahead and Die, Nail Bomb, Cavalera Conspiracy. Um, I was really, really fortunate enough to get this uh, interview. If you don't know, I'm a huge Max Cavalera fan, and any project that he puts out, I'm always going to support it just because Max Cavalera is just a legendary um, artist in, in metal. Um, yeah, so I'm really thankful. Thank you to Max's uh, wife slash manager, Gloria Cavalera. I um, uh, messaged uh, Gloria and was able to get this uh, interview set up through her. Um yeah, uh, Soulfly just finished a five-week U.S. tour and currently um, on a on a short break before Max and Igor uh, go on tour with um, Cavalera. They're going to play um, Beneath the Remains and Arise uh, set, a uh, combined set list. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm definitely going to check out the, the first show in Albuquerque. Um, also, the last show finishes up in... Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So um, I don't know if I'm going to go there, but for sure I got to go to that first one. Um, but yeah, you know, I just been a fan of Max Cavalera. First, uh, I was a fan of uh, Soulfly. Um, you know, Soulfly uh, was really big uh, in the early 2000s. They were kind of lumped in with the new metal genre, and so um, the album uh, Primitive had uh, featured uh, Corey Taylor. And um, I think that's probably what really um, got me drawn towards Soulfly. But, you know, the Soulfly just has a really, you know, um, long catalog and kind of each album kind of reinvents itself. And, you know, the last album, Ritual, that came out in 2018, um, probably by far the most um, uh, collective, I guess, of the, of the albums, you know, it combines a lot of the groove metal, the tribal, um, you know, influences. And then there's a lot of like, you know, death and thrash metal, um, throughout the album. And, um, Soulfly has a album coming out this July, um, from what, um, uh, Max, uh, told me during this interview. So really looking forward to that. And, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Just uh, really thankful again to get this interview. So I'm going to go ahead and um, just play play a quick clip of uh, one of my favorites and then go right into the interview. All right, check it out. Hello? Hi, is this Max? Yeah. Hi, this is uh, Kelvin. I'm with the uh, Res Metal Podcast. I'm a podcast based out of the Navajo Reservation. Hey man, how are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Um, you know, thanks thanks for letting me um, take the time to you know talk with you. I really appreciate it. Big fan. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd just like to introduce myself a little more. I'm currently uh, based out of uh, Fort Defiance, Arizona, on the Navajo Reservation. Um, I've um, been a Soulfly fan. I think first and foremost. I think before any of your other projects, Soulfly was the one that. Uh, I became a fan of first, and um, yeah, I just started this podcast about three years ago, and so I've just been kind of doing this to keep me busy out here on the reservation. 
Oh, yeah, it's awesome, man. Good to be talking to you. Um, we just played the, uh, we just had a Gallup show. It was incredible. It was sold out, and it was the last show of the tour, and uh, what, a, what a great way to, to end, uh, close the tour. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they, uh, it was just, uh, it was just like a really, really cool crowd. I loved the show, and uh, yeah, so that, that was, uh, I, I always loved playing playing for uh, for uh any time we play you know uh tuba city or albuquerque uh you know it's always always that the the fans always show up in masses and they seem to really like soulfly yeah. and that makes me very happy man you know because a lot of the a lot of the stuff i do you know started with uh with sepultura with roots and the and the indigenous uh Things that I did with Roots continue with uh, with Soulfly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm really uh, yeah, I I'm really the, I'm really happy that we have this connection. Thanks. Yeah, I love the last album, Ritual. You know, the the album starts out with the Navajo chanting, and then um, one of the songs, uh, Blood on the Streets, it ends with the Navajo chanting. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So that was uh, that was really kind of like. Uh, Kind of ideas been brewing in my head a little bit through the years, and uh, I finally got to do it. It was it was cool. We had some help from um, some friends, and even uh, you know President Naz, uh, you know, is a big fan, and and uh, you know I, I, I've been in contact with him. Um, but uh, that was cool, man. It was like really uh, old school way. I drove drove to Tuba City, me and my wife. And we had a we had a hotel room, and uh, we invited a bunch of uh, the Navajo guys. They came in the room, and they had a bunch of they had a bunch of drums and flutes, and I just recorded all of them on my uh, my four tracks, man. And it was like really uh, kind of like low key, like nothing like professional recording, you know. But when I gave it to my producer. Josh Wilbur, he found the right place for it, and I love the intro of Ritual. Uh, I think the, I mean, the chant is really strong, and it's just, it, it's just something that's really uh, primal. It feels very primal and kicks the record right away. And then, of course, Blood on the Street is, uh, um, you know, it's 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 about the uh, the. Uh, article I wrote, I, I read it on New Times um, about a lot of the murders that happen on Navajo land, and nobody talks about it. It goes on, goes unnoticed, you know. So, kind of want to shed a spotlight a little bit on that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a cool record. I mean, I'm already working on a new soap like comes out in July. Awesome. Uh, but that one was really cool to do those things. I really enjoy it. Yeah, you know, you mentioned the blood on the streets. Um, I know. I think one of the big events that happened, um, actually, I think tomorrow is the five-year anniversary of uh, one of the girls that got, uh, young, unfortunate Navajo girls that got shot by a police officer in Winslow, Arizona. And I believe that that was the incident that um, you might have been, you, you mentioned about that article. But yeah, it's, it's really sad that, you know, stuff like that happens. And even that officer was, you know, just, you know, got paid leave. And then they just, he just basically just resigned and nothing really happened to him. And so, yeah, really, really unfortunate and sad. And yeah, but... We really appreciate yeah. you taking the time to, you know, uh, put some. Yeah, we try. On. I mean, we. I always like writing songs about uh, stuff like that. You know, I did back in Sepultura Records. Uh, you know, there's a lot of Brazilian stuff in the record, like like J O riots uh, in in uh, Manifest, 
And of course, Caiova as the instrumento is about the Brazilian tribe that committed mass suicide rather than give their land away to to the uh, ranchers and the government, you know. Uh, I think it's kind of cool to inform the metal fans. There's more to there's more to to life than than uh, than just than just what you see in the news. There's deeper stories and a lot of stories. I mean, I remember going on tour with Sepultura, and a lot of people come and talk to me like they would never know about these Brazilian stories if it wasn't for those records. Um, and I think I, I think it's it's kind of cool that we did that, you know, like, you know, cause nobody really else was doing it, anything like that. And you kind of created a, a awareness. Uh, and I love when, when, uh, when metal has something to say, I always like that because I, I think I come a little bit more from the, uh, punk, punk rock, hardcore mentality of lyrics, nothing against, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the Satanist black metal lyrics, but, uh, to me, I prefer when somebody has really something uh, deep to say that really makes you think and, um, you know, makes you talk about it, creates an argument. And that's what I was trying to do in with these kind of songs, you know. So um, there's there's room for everything, you know. There's always something you can talk about it that somebody hasn't heard about it and you can start, uh, start a conversation with somebody. So... Um, I just love doing stuff like that, you know, it's just kind of like, always being like, like in me, in my DNA to create this kind of songs, and uh, I just love doing it. Awesome. Uh, you mentioned the new album, new Soulfly album will be out in July. Um, without giving up too much uh, specific details, um, can you kind of just describe like the, the new album, like, you know, like compared to your previous albums? So yeah, I think we're, I mean, a really good state of mind musically right now. I'm very inspired. I think in general, uh, the underground movement is really uh, bursting right now with a lot of great bands. There's a lot of really killer metal being done. And I'm, uh, I'm really in contact and involved with a lot of these bands. And I think that kind of motivated uh, me to work on this new Soulfly record, and it was created a little bit different. It was mostly, the the majority was just me and my son, Zion, playing together. Um, so we kind of wrote, like, the bulk of the material. Um, and then I had my, uh, a great producer, friend, Arthur Risk. He worked with Power Trip and and uh, yeah, Cold the, Orange. He did the Cavalera Conspiracy, right? Psychosis? Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Arthur is great, man. Arthur, and I always wanted to, 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 to I was curious uh, how would Arthur would uh, make a Soulfly record sound if he was in charge with it. And uh, we create something that, to me, feels kind of like, um, it, it's almost like uh like a biography of Max music. We 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 uh, cover everything from the early days all the way. So there's like there's some black metal things. There's some death and trash. There's some groove metal. There's everything. So the record is really really goes deep into all different uh, areas of metal and uh, in and it, so because of that, it feels very the the album feels very diverse, man. And but it's just in the end of the day. Um, I just wanted to make it just a solid, uh, full-on attitude record that just stamps and says, 
you know, we're here to fuck shit up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what that's what we do. This is what we do. Um this is what I love playing metal because of the energy that gives me. Um and the record is actually really connected to nature, which is really cool. I think this this is the mostly mostly soulfly record that is really about the whole mystic of of, of of nature as like in forest spirits and and uh uh spirit animals and things like that. So that that was cool, you know. Um I think it was uh you have it you know, we we work a lot in uh in a lot of the tracks and I think Arthur did just an amazing job. Awesome. Uh I just let people you know, I d I don't wanna describe the record too much. I'd rather have people here and see what they yeah. think. But to me it feels like this is just a really, really um really energetic Soulfly record that's nice. uh you know, it's kinda cool to have that that kind of after so many records, if you can still put an energetic record out, uh, it says something about your career. You know, like yeah. you're not slowing down; you're going actually the opposite way. You know, so I'm uh, I'm more in the I'm more in the trenches than ever with this one. You know, it feels like uh, rejuvenated. I feel like a young kid again playing metal. So that, I mean, those those are great elements to have it. You know, uh, especially when you're getting older, a lot of people go more mild and slow down um and i'm not one of those people i want to just go get even more wild get heavier you know <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, always with always with the groove with the soulfly groove because yeah, i think I that's it, like yeah. that's a key element of soulfly always being the groove mm -hmm. so we pay really close attention to the we actually add a lot of percussion to it so there's full of so it kind of like goes back to like records like primitive some of the grooves go back to songs like primitive and boom yes. but some of the other stuff is like super uh super aggressive and it's like uh, a lot of the current um you know yeah. uh, metal that i listen to extreme metal i listen to it right now from yeah. a lot of other bands i know uh, on your previous uh, records especially with ritual you had ross stolen of immolation and randy blythe of lamb of god do you have can you reveal any like guests or is that um do you have any guests on the new album I do, but I want to keep it a secret, okay, man, no you know? Problem, yeah. yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a, I'll tell you, he's a very old school uh, metalhead, <laughs> as much as I can say, man, but I think people are going to really dig it. Awesome. And then um, I know um, you just completed the five-week Soulfly tour with uh, 200 Stab Wounds as uh, the, the support. How is it playing with uh, 200 Stab Wounds? Oh, amazing, man. It was so cool. I, I love those guys. Uh, we hit it off right away. Um, they actually they actually kind of remind me of, um, um, you know, like just young kids that just love metal. And they remind me of myself when I was that age, when I was 18, 19. Um, I saw my I saw a lot of myself in them, and it was really cool. And uh, yeah, we hit it off killer. We ended up even doing a a, a jam session in a, in a, some in a lot of the shows we play. Uh, um, a mix of Cannibal Corpse and Hey Breed. Oh, I don't know if you have a chance so cool. to check that out on YouTube, but uh, it was actually recorded yeah. a couple times. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, I was at the Gallup yeah. show. Um, I you know most of the bands were the local um, bands, but uh, yeah, I'll definitely check out that video. And I know uh, no, it was really it was really cool, man. They're a really good guy. I love the uh, you know the, I love what they're uh, they're they're about. I love the whole. 
I think that there's a there's a cool death metal revival going on right now with yeah. bands like them and Undeath and um, Frozen Soul. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool you know Gate Creeper and all that. But uh, they were kind of like they had a really good buzz about them when they when they joined the tour. And actually, they're going out with Obituary and Cannibal Corpse and like they're. Yeah, they they gonna they gonna definitely get bigger. But um, it was really cool to just hang out with them and enjoy. Like I said, to me, because um, I was involved with the underground and the new bands, um, I was really looking forward to tour with them when I when um, when my booking agent told me that they're gonna be on the tour. That's cool. Uh, so we try to do that, you know, on every tour that we go, try to bring something that the fans gonna like it, and we can support the underground because you never forget that the people helped you you know so you gotta help others yeah. um, you know Pantera took us out Ozzy took us out Ministry took took me out so you know sometimes you, you gotta um, um, you know yeah like pay it forward yeah yeah, yeah, it's, you, you, you got to do that yourself to other bands, and I'm really, really happy that we, we were able to do that with 200 Stab Wounds, and hopefully we can do that with even more other bands in the future. Yeah, and uh, I know you guys, uh, I saw the announcement that there's uh, some Cavalera shows, uh, actually a tour this um, this uh, coming summer. Can you kind of describe the the meet the Beneath the Arrayments and the uh, Arise uh, shows that you'll be playing? We already played some of those in uh, in Europe. We did a full European tour and a South American tour with the, uh, uh, I think it was like Mexico, Chile, Venezuela, Brazil, Argentina. And uh, it's just fun. You know, like I don't play those records to, get, to go back in time. Uh, I play them because they're fun. They're just really, really awesome, pissed off, energetic music that just feels great to play man you know it just feels great and and i think it's like i'm on on the i'm on my uh my career right now on a point where i get to i'm able to do both i go i'm going forward with other things like soulfly go ahead and die those are all new music but i also get you to uh have one foot on on the past playing older stuff that I love too you know because it's such a I have such a big career with music uh but yeah you know that's uh that's gonna be an awesome tour it's already, it's already like a, a lot of the shows are sold out and yeah I got my ticket I for think, yeah the Albuquerque show so I'll be definitely check it out yeah that's that's just gonna be a killer man and and I think we're playing more songs than we did on the first run we're adding uh, stuff like subtraction uh sarcastic existence um we didn't play uh uh I think under siege we didn't play those on the first run so the saddle is gonna be even bigger and the idea is uh, it's a hybrid between, uh, like a hybrid between uh, Beneath the Remains and Arise, because those two records are very similar. You know, they're almost like they could have be, if you would have released them together, it could have it could have been a double album. Um, they feel that they're part of the same uh, era. You know, it was like to me it was 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 like a thing was was like the death thrash movement it was like mixing the uh, the best elements of death metal and the best elements of thrash metal and putting them on a blender and and mixing them up and i think songs like to me like arise beneath the remains are like the ultimate uh killer 
Daft Thresh songs for the ages, and and uh, it, it, Arise just turned 30, uh, 30 or thirty one uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, I saw some stuff on the on the on the socials. Like some people show me some stuff. Like Gloria show me, um, and it's it's because those records are being around for so long. They kind of age like wine, man. They get better, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's like they they already survived the test of time because the songs are timeless, and they even get, they even get better as the time goes. The more we play them, the better they get, and uh, we 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 really work hard on it to try to to do justice to them. You know, we try to play them as good as you can play them. And of course, you know, most people want to hear them with the original vocals and the original drumming, which yeah. is Igor, you know, so that's like the closest you're going to get to the to the original version of that. Um, so I think that's why those, those tours are so successful and so uh, fun. And I think it's there's a lot of older guys that were there and they get to see it again. And there's a lot of young kids that were never, they were even born when those records came out. Yeah. And, like, like and they're me, a huge fan. Yeah. I was a Soulfly fan first. So getting to watch yeah, these shows. So there you go. So, so that's perfect, man. You know, it's like you get, because I, I, I noticed, on a, especially on the Soulfly tour, a lot of young kids, man, like nine, 10, 11 years old, I love that man. It's like the new generation, and and uh, so so this tour becomes a bit like an educational. You know, it's like, all right, you want, you like Soulfly? This is where it all came from. You know, without this, there would not be a Soulfly. Uh, if it wasn't for records like Arise, yeah. Beneath the Remains, and Chaos, and Roots, yeah. uh, Soulfly wouldn't exist. So it's a little bit of a. Uh, you know, going back to your to your, your roots of where all it came from, um, but I'm just I just love playing with my brother, man, and I miss him. I don't get to hang out with him that much, so I'm super excited to to be on this tour, and I think it's gonna be just an awesome U.S. tour. Yeah. Really excited. Yeah, exciting. Uh, he actually just put out an album yesterday, Absent in Body, which sounds awesome. Um, Igor, your brother, Igor. Um, and um, one last question. Um, most of my listeners are, you know, like Native Americans. And I was just wondering if you had any like words of encouragement for just like, you know, you know, coming from a disadvantaged background and overcoming things like addiction, like any like words can you mind giving um, just like Native American listeners, just little words of encouragement. So, yeah, man, you know, I, I'm a I'm a survivor of, of the same stuff. You know, I, I battle uh, drug addiction and alcoholism and you know, I, I battle all those demons and, and, and uh, came out on the other side. Uh, and I love the fact that uh, that I got to go through that and I had to reach all the low points. And, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff I talk about that in my book, you know, the, my bloody roots. But, you know, it's like I want it to be a little bit of an inspiring story for people that think there is no, uh, no hope or, or there's no way to... Um, you know, to get through life without uh, n the needed of, of drugs or alcohol, and that's totally wrong, man. You know, like you gotta find other things in life that that you can grab at it and 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 that you love and dedicate your life to it. And to me, it was you know the two things that stand out in my life was was family and metal. You know, uh, I love my family, and I didn't want to let them down. And 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 I love metal, and I, my whole life has been about metal. Uh, so it was like choose between 
drugs, alcohol, or your family and metal. So it was kind of an easy choice. To me, it was, it was, it was like an easy choice. Like, of course, I'm going to choose family and metal, man, because, like, this is what I, this is why I was put in this planet to do. And I think if, if people feel the same way, they will get through that, you know, as well. Hopefully, this will be a little bit of an encouragement to, to people that are listening and that they are going through the same thing. Uh, rather than that, man, just, like, really... Uh, uh, believe in yourself, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a living proof that, that you know, kind of miracles exist because Brazil is a la the last place you want to come from when you're making a, a metal band. It was so hard to, to get out and all the odds were against us, you know, a million to one to make it. <laughs> and, uh, and we, you know, we made it true. And, uh, you know, so it's kind of cool. Um, you know, I, I love the, I love the fact that a lot of the Rez fans, uh, connect with my music, either Sepultura or, or Soulfly or whatever it is, you know, they connect to the lyrics and, and the attitude. And uh, hopefully that uh, it'll be a, some, some form of inspiration for them, you know, to create more bands, to play metal, to just to be to just to survive as even just a, as a, as a metalhead to have a better life you know it's all all that counts in the end you know yeah for sure yeah i, I you know i have your book and you know i read it it's really inspirational and i just encourage everyone to check it out but uh those are all those are pretty much all my questions you know thanks again for taking the time and i'm um, really looking forward to the cavalera show um uh, return beneath the rise so thanks again yeah man nice talking to you brother and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the show in Albuquerque. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for the interview, man. I love, I love the, I love the whole, the, the whole tribal community. I love the Raz, and I'm always looking forward to play shows there. And I'm so glad that the key, the the, the, the tour starts in Albuquerque. It's like the starting point of that tour. Uh, it's gonna be strong, and uh, we we are ready, you know. So. Thank you, man. Thanks for the interview, brother. All right. Yeah, take care. All right. Have a good day. All right. Take care, man. Bye. All right. That was my talk with Max Cavalera. Um, yeah, I was really super pumped and excited, nervous. Um, you know, when I first started doing uh, this podcast, there was a, a couple of, like, legendary metal musicians who I feel, um, you know, really important to, like, you know, the res metal uh, bands around here, Max Cavalera being one of them. You know, some of the others, you know, like um, like Dez of uh, Devil Driver, um, you know, uh, Randy Blythe of like Lamb of God, uh, Chuck Billy of Testament. Um, yeah, just those, I, I feel like they're, to me, are, you know, some of my favorites and also, you know, have, um, you know, I've always recognized uh, Native Americans and, you know, always um, went, out of their way, went out of their way to play shows on the reservation here, so... Um, yeah, really excited and just, um, you know, thankful to talk with, uh, Max and, uh, thanks again to, um, Gloria Cavalera. If you haven't read, uh, Max's, uh, biography, the, my bloody roots, uh, I recommend checking it out. You know, it's a really quick read. It's very interesting. You know, he kind of goes into detail about some of the stuff he struggled with. So it's very, uh, very powerful and inspirational, um, but uh, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. You know, um, hope to uh, talk to more um, uh, living legends like Max Cavalier in the future. All right, yeah, take care.